Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for Clemson Sports Talk with Lawton Swan. Ready, Just call me Swanee. Since Sports Talk has come back to drive time. Hello, everybody. Lawton Swan back in the saddle once again. 316 Greystone Boulevard. Fast-paced, action-packed, hurry-up-and-no-huddle sports talk programming for you. 803-978-1832. That is your number. 803-978-1832. The producer extraordinaire not in the building out and about Matt Connolly from the state newspaper set to join us in hour number two. We'll take you out to Clemson Tiger baseball this afternoon at about 5.30. You'll head to the old ball game. Clemson taking on Tennessee Tech. I know yesterday we had a caller call in and say, Swanee, no, don't take us to Clemson baseball as the Tigers were riding a seven-game losing streak heading into their Matchup with Winthrop. That matchup goes by the wayside as well. Now an eight-game losing streak for the Clemson Tiger baseball team. Of course, still taking your reactions to Clemson landing Brian Brzee yesterday. uh, The top-rated prospect in the 2020 class defensive lineman had a chance to watch Uh, Some of his work yesterday after the program. And there are moments where I see this young man and I think to myself, no wonder people perceive him as the top-rated prospect. And there are other moments where I look at him and I go, there's there's still plenty of work to do. And, And maybe that's the beauty of a young man like Brian Brzee is the fact that uh, here is a a young fellow who uh, is certainly well thought of, but uh, not a finished product by any means. So we could talk about that. And again, we're heading out to Doug Kingsmore Stadium at 530 so that you can be a part of the Clemson Tigers and Tennessee Tech. But before we get into football, and again, don't forget, Matt Connolly from the state newspaper, hour number two, uh, top of the hour of hour number two. Uh, last night, Clemson falling to Winthrop 8-6, to six, and a common theme that we've seen from this Clemson Tiger baseball team over the past two weeks now, uh, giving, up, giving up pretty big numbers 
in terms of uh, runs scored against. You know, you check out going back to their opening loss at Florida State April the 12th, 12 days ago. Six runs Clemson gives up in a loss. 16 runs on Saturday to Florida State. Six runs on Sunday. Now, they did play an incredible 3-2 20-inning game against the Georgia Bulldogs, but then they come back, and again, losing that game to Georgia, I might add, in 20 innings, give up nine runs to Duke, five runs to Duke, nine runs to Duke, eight runs to Winthrop. And while concerns over the pitching staff and concerns over you know what this program has managed to do uh, this baseball season, I, I think maybe our very own Sanders Sullivan said it best when he, he said that you know the wheels have seemingly fallen off. This doesn't to me. This doesn't appear to be a competent ball club right now, and maybe just maybe some of what you saw last night in their eight six loss to Winthrop comes from the fact that teams like Winthrop and Presbyterian and, and the College of Charleston and Charleston Southern and and other ball clubs here in the state of South Carolina from smaller conferences and these smaller schools maybe see these games a a tad bit differently than you or I see them. There's an importance factor. There's a reputation factor. There's a hold your head up high the next time you return to your hometown factor and you can proudly proclaim at the local barbecue joint or your local church or wherever you choose to hang out, maybe even the bar burr shop. You walk in there and they say, hey, man, remember that day that you played up at Doug Kingsmore Stadium against Clemson and you came away with a win. Remember that day you played over at Founders Park against the Gamecocks and you came away with the win. These games to these smaller schools in the state of South Carolina mean the world to those programs. And I don't know if you can quantify just how much they mean to those programs. While the Clemson Tigers continue to struggle, one thing is for sure, there's still time to get things right. Tonight's matchup will again present them with a chance to break through, to kick down that door of this eight-game losing streak and uh, hopefully get headed in the right direction before they head off to Atlanta to take on the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. What seemed nearly impossible some two, three weeks ago, Clemson maybe, quote, missing the NCAA tournament. Ladies and gentlemen, not impossible right now given where they are. Uh, the Tigers dropped to 25-16 and 16 on the season. It was Alex Rains' two-run single in the seventh inning that gave Winthrop the lead, uh, their final lead in that ballgame. The Eagles scored three runs in the top of the first inning. The Tigers responded with five runs of their own. And uh, it looked like at that point, okay, we're going to have a long day at the ballpark. We're going to have a lot of runs scored. Clemson and Winthrop were going to be in a battle. But, you know, up 5-3 at the end of one, you're thinking, man, our our bats are our bats are doing much more already. That, that, that trend may continue. Well, it didn't. Uh, Clemson, again, uh, allowing the Eagles to answer time and time again. They scored an unearned run in the third inning. They tied the score at five in the top of the sixth after a leadoff home run. 
for whatever reason, this Clemson team feels a little bit snake bit, definitely feels like there is a lack of confidence from this group from where I sit. And I, I don't know if you necessarily hear this the way I do, but for the first time maybe in his time at Clemson, I, I, I pick up on a tinge of Monty Lee not really being able to connect the pieces of why they're, they're not winning. They are young. They've got injuries. And uh, we, we've mentioned this several times this week. Losing Spencer Strider uh, with that, I think it was a UCL injury before the, the season began, that's, that's something that, again, you know if you had him, things are different, your rotation is different, and uh, the results are probably a little bit different. But to to find this team in the doldrums right now, to find this team uh, almost having no answers uh, at, at times is befuddling to me. Again, if they were to lose tonight against Tennessee Tech, that's a five-game home losing streak. I, I, you know, we talked about the fact that I, I think Clemson's last losing streak of eight or more was, I, I believe we said that was 1993. I think they had an 11 game losing streak somewhere in there, maybe 2003. I, I got to double check. I wish the lull. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I wish Lowell was here because I think he dug that number up. Maybe 2003 sounds more like it 15 years ago. I, I think that's more legit. 93, I think, was a great season if my memory serves me correct. I could be wrong. If you know it, if you remember what I said, text us 803-450-0086. I, I want to say now it was 2003. But thinking about that for a minute, uh, I don't remember looking to see what the losing streak was in terms of home games. Five consecutive home losses. That's what Clemson's facing tonight against Texas Tech, you can hear it, excuse me, against Tennessee Tech, you can hear it right here on Fox Sports Radio 1400 and on the iHeart Radio application. And based on uh, what I saw from Clemson Tiger fans on social media last night. You fellas been doing a bit of boozing, have you? Sucking back on Grandpa's old cough medicine? Uh, it was a, uh, a wiry evening on social media. That's for sure. Uh, Clemson Tiger fans not excited about what they've seen from this baseball club over the past 12 days. And to say they overachieved, to say they overachieved when they were sitting there at 25 and 8 a couple of weeks ago, I don't think it's fair. I think they, they played essentially really good baseball. Maybe some breaks went their way. 
as of late, they have reminded me more of some of Jack Leggett's teams in the latter stages of Leggett's career, and it's something that Monty Lee faced when he arrived at Clemson, and that was overcoming the little things, overcoming the minutiae of the game and not getting so caught up in the moments, not getting so caught up in the situational aspect of every play that's being made and the pressure that goes into those moments. And we know that 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 Monty Lee's staff curbed that as quickly as possible once arriving in Clemson because that, I think, from my perspective, and I, I think many of you saw it as well, was the real issue with uh, a lot of Jack Leggett's teams. It, it wasn't that these guys were bad at the plate. It wasn't that these guys weren't really good baseball players. But it was when the screws were down, when you had to have a play, they were going to throw a ball over the first baseman's head. They were going to bobble a, a routine grounder. Whether that was because of the pressure that they felt from the coaching staff down, perhaps it was internally up, and, and maybe you just happened to fall into a, a group of players who, who got the, you know, the willies, so to speak, when, it, when push came to shove in, in some of these big matchups. Or maybe, it, maybe I should take that back and say really in, in any matchups back in the day under uh, Jack Leggett at the back end of his career. But right now, it's just not a competent Clemson baseball team. Kier Meredith, it would be nice to get him back. Green to get him back. Obviously, you've seen some guys emerge. I mean, Grayson Birds seems to be getting better every single day. You, you just watch this young man at the plate and uh, recognize what, what he's been able to accomplish this season. Logan Davidson has traditionally, during his time at Clemson, been a guy that you could absolutely count on. Sam Hall. But right now, I mean, Hall goes 0 for 5 yesterday with three strikeouts. It's tough. It, it, it's tough. If you're a Clemson Tiger baseball fan, and I mean diehard, tried and true, Swanee, I got my bag of sunflower seeds and Mountain Dew in my back pocket right now, and I'm heading out to the old ball game in about 15 minutes. You are the ones who really have kind of seen this unfold as painfully as it has. Do you think the Tigers bounce back? Are you confident that Clemson could get into the NCAA tournament? Can they get into postseason play? Can they get into a regional? Or do you think that this is an irre, you know, irreparable situation that they are in? That there is going to be no answer. Big series looming against the NC State as well. You know that's not going to be easy. A splitting series is something that the Tigers could do if they split them to the positive every time, and I think you still come out pretty well. I think you're still in the postseason. 
you split a couple and 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 get swept by NC State and look bad doing it. Ugh. I don't know. I think Clemson right now fringing, teetering, ever so closely. The RPI. We'll talk with Matt Connolly from the state newspaper about this. The RPI dropping like a lead balloon. Not a great day at the old ball game for the Clemson Tigers. Uh, after Tyler Jones, Winthrop's pitcher, uh, who started the game, went just two-thirds of an inning, giving up five runs. Their staff went the rest of the way going uh, eight and a third inning. Gave up just seven hits and one run, one earned run. Mm. Man, what a job they did, huh? What a job the Eagles. I'll give you a little caca, caca. What a job the Winthrop Eagles did. Braxton Foley, Dalton Whitaker, Colton Rendon. Those three combined to go eight and a third and finish out the Clubs of Tigers, just giving up one run after an opening five spot. Clemson set the table. Winthrop arrived. Well, maybe Winthrop arrived with three. Clemson set the table with five. And from that point forward, the Eagles basically cleaned the house. Eight runs on 11 hits and one error for the, the Eagles. Six runs on eight hits. No errors for the Tigers. Not the type of performance Monty Lee's team needed in a very winnable game. I'm, I'm quite frankly, I probably need to take a little, uh, little, little hack at myself here, given the fact that yesterday, I don't, I don't know if I was laughing off Winthrop, but I said, I said it would be tougher than you probably thought. Again, I think the Eagles came in with five victories all time in the series against Clemson. But I also felt very confident that that was Clemson's game. That was Clemson's game to, to, to win, not, not even necessarily, I don't want to say Clemson's game to lose because obviously that's what it turned out to be, but kind of shocked that we are where we are right now watching the Clemson Tiger baseball team unravel. 803-978-1832. Text us 803-450-0086. Dabo Sweeney. Today at the National Football Foundation. The College Football Hall of Fame over in Atlanta. As he is receiving the 60th presentation of the NFF MacArthur Bowl. After winning the national title. In 2018, Sweeney won this for the second time. This is Sweeney's. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. (laughs) 
The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. The Clemson's won it three times. This is Sweeney's second time winning the NFF McArthur Bowl. Uh, he spoke actually a little bit earlier today over at the Chick-fil-A College Football Hall of Fame in Atlanta at GA. 803-978-1832. Check out the website, ClemsonSportsTalk.com. When we come back, we'll touch on uh, some more conversations, interesting conversations on Brian Brzee and his commitment to the Tigers yesterday afternoon, the nation's top prospect. Welcome back to Clemson Sports Talk. Join the show now at 978-1832 or text 803-450-0086. Great to be back with you here. Fox Sports Radio 1400, Clemson Sports Talk podcast editions of this show. Also very much available for you. And you can listen on like Amazon Echo, Google Home devices. That's really cool. What a great way for you to be a part of this program when you can. So I understand while some, while some might say your life, you know, Roger, your life revolves around Clemson football. I don't, I don't know why I picked on all the Rodgers out there, but although you may have heard that conversation before, the fact of the matter remains: this show doesn't have to. You can listen when you want to listen. You don't. It doesn't. You don't. You don't have to revolve around the show that shakes the Southland. You can have this anytime on the podcast app of your choice. 803-978-1832. Talking about Brian Brzee's commitment to Clemson yesterday. Five-star, top-rated prospect out of Damascus, Maryland. Defensive lineman, plays on the outside, plays on the inside, can do it all, speed, power. Whew. Again, there, there's still room to grow. He's not a, not a perfect product by any means. But what I do think is scary is several weeks ago when we talked about Clemson and uh, – DJ Uyongalele, the belief was that you know maybe DJ would be the first guy to kickstart 
a big boom of five-star recruits in the in, in you know in the fold for Clemson early in the process. Now, depending on where you look, Clemson's one to three uh, in terms of team rankings, right there neck and neck with the Crimson Tide, uh, Alabama. It's got more recruits in in right now. Fifteen, I think, in the fold for them. Tigers with twelve. And DJ Uyongalele out of California and Brian Brzee are pretty close in terms of staying in touch with one another. But what I think got my attention and, and got some eyebrows raised, uh, a couple of quick things. First and foremost, number one, all of this off of the heels of DJ Uyongalele having what I would characterize as a fantastic A-plus trip to Oregon. And they, they rolled out the red carpet. Maybe it's green. They, they rolled out the green carpet. Now, and I don't mean that financially. I mean, uh, of course, with the school colors. But what is so interesting to me about what you saw over the, the past 24 hours on social media, and it all could be just these guys building themselves up, and some people might say Swanee social media allows these players to be prima donnas more than they've ever been able to be prima donnas in their life. But one thing I, I did see uh, is a couple of little things on Twitter. One kid named uh, Jason Cook tweeted, And, again, I don't know, I don't know, you know, Jason Cook from from Adam, <laughs> let's be honest here, but he tweeted at Julian Fleming and at DJ Uyongalele after Brian Brzee committed to Clemson saying, just go ahead and break the internet at the same time. I want to see if it can be done. I think it could. That, of course, referencing Julian Fleming, one of the top-rated wide receiving prospects in the country, and Uyongalele potentially committing to Clemson. The response from from uh, Fleming was interesting because he kind of did the emoji like looking up and tagged, which means he put DJ Uyongalele's name in it. DJ responded back, what you trying to do, bro? To which Brian Brzee wrote, you're next, right? Question mark to DJ. <laughs> to which DJ then put the eyeballs emoji. I don't know what your belief system or value system or structure of how you follow and whether you believe the things and read into the things you see on social media or not, and you shouldn't because it's not all true, obviously. And these guys could, could just be building the drama. But one thing I think you can 
undeniably assume. And if you are a fan of the Georgia Bulldogs, if you are a fan of the Alabama Crimson Tide, the South Carolina Gamecocks, in this scenario, maybe Oregon or Penn State, one thing I think it is safe to assume is that the threat is real. The threat is real. The chance that Clemson comes away with not just maybe the best class, well, let me rephrase this. The chance that Clemson comes away with the best class in Clemson history is probably going to happen. Okay? Could they challenge for, say, in Rivals or 247 or ESPN's annals of success on the recruiting trail? Could they be rated, hey, we think this is a better class than Alabama 2012 or whatever, you know, whatever year recruiting class somebody says they believe is the best. Could this group be that, be bigger, be better, be more well thought of than even that? Being better than anything Clemson has put out there ever, that that's saying something. Putting out a class that could be considered the best recruiting class all time, that's berserk. Will it? Won't it? Will these guys, will Fleming, will Uyunglele commit next month? I know this. Clemson's not a, a program right now that's all that interested in waiting for you. And where they sit now, if they are willing to wait for you, you know you're a top prospect. But I think Clemson wants to finish these deals earlier rather than later. Keep your eyes open, folks. It could be a wild, wild next couple of months. 803-978-1832. We're back in three on the show that shakes the Southland. Fox Sports Radio 1400, the Midlands home for Clemson Tiger Sports. Powered by Carolina Fresh Farms, with six locations throughout South Carolina. Clemson Sports Talk, Fox Sports Radio 1400 in the Midlands, around the world on the iHeartRadio app, and potentially coming to a station near you very, very soon. 803-978-1832, 803-978-1832. Again, Dabo Sweeney over at the College Football Hall of Fame today receiving uh, the uh, MacArthur Award. Uh, that video, if you want to watch the entire the entire uh, ceremony is 42 minutes long. It's over on the College Football Hall of Fame's 
website. So that's a place that you can go and check that out. Uh, again, we've talked a good bit here on the show this afternoon about the Clemson Tiger baseball team. That game against Tennessee Tech coming up this afternoon, 5.30, right here on Fox Sports Radio, your home for the Tigers of the Midlands. We'll take you out to the ballpark. Uh, also got a couple of text messages. You could text us as well, 803-450-0086. Uh, Ray hits us up. He says, Swanee, I recall the days that if a guy visited Alabama or Oklahoma, they would give Clemson a, quote, courtesy visit. And Tiger fans would be all abuzz about that courtesy visit. Brzee canceled his scheduled visits to Alabama and the Sooners right after his spring game trip to Tigertown, where it turns out he had already made a silent commitment. Ray says, this is another universe. And Ray, you're right. In a lot of perspectives, uh, this is completely uh, another universe. And because of that fact, I think Clemson fans are struggling to get used to it. I said a year, two years ago, as you kind of saw the ascension of the Clemson Tigers to the top of college football, the one thing that I think you have to be cautious of and conscientious of, I don't think you ever want to become the bad guy. You don't want to become the Darth Vader, if you will, of college football. Uh, I truly believe that the Darth Vader of college football today resides in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, T-Town, and Nick Saban. People don't like Alabama outside of Alabama fans and people who want to bandwagon against teams that maybe they dislike. Other than that, the majority of the people do not get down with being a Crimson Tide fan. Why this is important is because I think that if you can win the way Clemson's winning and you can still be perceived by the players as being the the cool place to play, I think you've got a longer shelf life. I think you've got a longer shelf life than what Nick Saban's run at Alabama has yielded him because of the little things. Some of the stuff Saban says, some of the way he's come across about his players. As a matter of fact, after their spring game, you may recall, Nick Saban was asked about a young man and the way he played, and, and Saban went off telling the media, you, you make this job hard on me when you talk about how good these players are. Well, recruit worse players then, Nick. I can solve your problem. 
I mean, if, if, if part of your job is the coach, if you don't feel like part of your job as the coach needs to be keeping your players' perspectives in check, then, then what is your job? Dabo Sweeney has a saying, let the light that shines in you be brighter than the light that shines on you. Saban essentially washes his hands of that from what I heard. Like, no, no, I'm just here to coach football on Saturday. I, I shouldn't have to raise and mentor and help these young men. Help them after myself and coaches and people throughout their lives have told them how great they are. No, no, no. I should not have to rein in those egos. I mean, that's a big part of it. That creates a winning culture. To me, what I heard from Nick Saban was, I don't care about that. I don't care about helping these guys get through things of that nature. And if I'm a recruit or a recruit's parent, and I hear that, I'm thinking, yeah, you know what, Nick? maybe you're not going to be the best guy for my son to come play for. Thus creating that that perception of being the bad guy. Sweeney, to a lot of South Carolina fans, and rightfully so, during the early part of his tenure in Tigertown, did not endear himself to the Gamecocks. He said things, did things, uh, that that well, I don't know if he necessarily did things. And Gamecocks, you can check me on something that he did, but I know he said some things that got the got the ire of Gamecock Nation for quite a while, especially while they were winning five in a row against Clemson. What I don't think anybody saw was what Clemson's become today, and it's not just a simple five game losing or winning streak over South Carolina, or the fact that. That may extend to six, seven, eight, nine. Who knows how far that streak goes? I don't see South Carolina catching up to Clemson anytime soon. That doesn't mean they can't win. Catching Clemson, a different story. Putting together the type run Clemson's put together with four college football playoff appearances and three championship visits and two titles, beating Alabama 15-0, and all that, that may never happen. As a matter of fact, Clemson, the four-year streak you just went on, I don't know how many teams in my life. I'm 42. Lord willing, I'll make it to 84. And if he's really feeling feeling frisky, maybe he'll give me like a 115, something like that, <laughs> a buck 15. I don't know. If, I don't know if I'm ready for that action, boss. But just on the surface. If, if you could last that long, or if you do last... Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's that long. How many other teams are going to put together the four-year streak Clemson's put together? 
maybe the five-year streak, maybe the six. Who knows how long the Tigers will flirt with, play in the college football playoff, win the games they've won, and do the things they've done. How many teams in your life will pull that off? Not many. So it's hard to imagine that it's going to ever get much better than it already is, but the fact of the matter remains that even after Sweeney failed to endear himself to a certain amount of people, what he has done, the way he's done it, the things he's said, and how he wears his religion on his sleeve for a lot of even Gamecock fans. A lot of Gamecocks say to me, Swanee, that, that, he, he gets it. He's a great coach. It's hard to deny at this point. They may have hated him early, but he's a great coach, and it's very hard for them to figure out a way to deny that fact. Fox Sports Radio 1400. Online at FoxSportsRadio1400.com. On your phone with the iHeartRadio app. And on hundreds of devices like Alexa, Google Home, Xbox, and Sonos. An iHeartRadio station. Clemson Sports Talk on Fox Sports Radio 1400. We're going to be taking you out to uh, Clemson Tiger Baseball. Oh, boy. As they try to snap an eight-game skid. Yeah. An eight-game skid for the Clemson Tigers right now. Painful. Painful, folks. Uh, Your boy Swanee's not sure uh, another way to put it. It is a painful, painful time right now if you are a big-time Clemson baseball fan. And uh, the thing is, and I think this is this is more than true, <laughs> they've been so close in so many of these games. Just a bit outside. He tried to <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe not. Maybe not that close. But. 803-978-1832, Texas, 803-450-0086, 803-450-0086. Now, some other news on the Clemson front uh, in terms of Clemson Tiger football comes down to the running back spot. We mentioned Dabo Sweeney at the MacArthur Trophy celebration today. He met with the media. Uh, he did indicate that uh, Tavian Feaster, in fact, is um, potentially. Let me give you the, the the right words. He he thinks it's something that um, Feaster's mulling. He says there's nothing definitive, and he he hopes that Tavian Feaster will not transfer. Earlier in the season, Feaster had come out and said that, you know, he was considering transferring. He said, I am not going to say definitely that I will be back. I'm looking at all of my options, whether the NFL transferring or coming back. I'm leaving all my options on the table, but right now I'm focused on winning a national championship. Clemson goes out, wins the championship. 
Feaster a month ago during the spring says, I'm out here every day grinding with the fellas. One day at a time, just putting God first, taking advantage of what I get out here. Right now I'm locked in and I'm all in. Month and a half later, sounds like Feaster may not be all in. Uh, maybe these are pressures from the outside in. Either way, for the Clemson Tigers at running back in 2019-2020, Travis Etienne out front, that's your lead dog. If Feaster stays, he would be number two. Lynn J. Dixon, three. Ches Malusi would be number four, uh, in my opinion, the, the true freshman. But the the question really becomes, And I, I, I kind of I kind of hoped that Feaster would mature into a uh, Adam Choice type role. That senior grinder, pound the ball, be that heavy hitter for Clemson, do some things that maybe when he arrived in Tigertown that you wouldn't have thought he was gonna do because he was supposed to be the next like CJ Spiller S guy, the breakout in the open field. Apparently that's not who he is as much as it is. Travis Etienne, he has had some injuries, obviously, that is, has uh, held his career back a little bit. And we've seen these guys transfer in the transfer portal and uh, players leaving programs uh, left and right in college football. Yeehaw! God, yeehaw, it's right. They're everywhere, right? The problem I have is this. Clemson brought back C.J. Spiller's number 28 for Tavian Feaster. And yeah, Clemson brought back Steve Fuller's number four for Deshaun Watson. And uh, I guess technically Watson only played three years at Clemson as well but left for the NFL. And, and, and maybe maybe this is just me and the fact that I'm a Clemson graduate. And even though I, I promised you guys and, and, and the ladies listening to this show that I will always call it like I see it because I will. Maybe this is just the orange-shaded fandom in front of me. It feels a lot different if you take that jersey down from a former player, give it to a guy, and the guy walks from your program because of playing time. If he goes to the NFL, I got no qualms. You should have no qualms. It shouldn't bother you at all. Didn't bother you when Deshaun Watson led you to a national title and then hit the door for Houston. But when you sit here on April the 24th, with a guy going into his senior year who's supposed to be a leader, who said he was all in, who's a local product, who you gave the number 28 to. You thought that you, you thought enough of him to give him the number 28. And maybe he's considering leaving. I got I got a little problem with that. 
again, players are free to go and come as they please. In this day and age of college football, you get you have a note written by your mommy to tell why you can't be at this school and you can leave now. My glasses are hard. My neighbors play Fortnite till 3 a.m. Anything and you're out of there now. I can't find anybody to do my nails. Stop mocking me. True. I mean, these guys are leaving for whatever reason. And the NCAA's willy-nilly. You got a kid at Virginia Tech whose mom has had incredible levels of surgery and complications and this, that, and the other. Virginia Tech's not uh, – the NCAA doesn't want to let him play. They want to give him a waiver. They want to give him an exemption. But my fingers hurt. Oh, yeah. You know, go to Miami. Come on. But here's a kid, Tavian Feaster. He gets the Clemson jersey of C.J. Spiller taken down. I, you want to go pro? Hey, good luck tomorrow. <laughs> you <laughs> obviously that can't happen now. But if you want to, if you want to leave, and that jersey came down for you, I, I would consider what that jersey means to Clemson people. What that jersey means to the Clemson family, a part of which you got two national titles and could go for a third. How many kids in football get a chance to go for three national championships? I would also argue that you save your legs a little bit, and if you're good enough, you're going to get drafted in the NFL anyway. Maybe you go a little fresher. A little crispier to the league. We come back, Hour 2, Matt Connolly from the State Newspaper. We'll cover everything with him right after this. It's time for Clemson Sports Talk with Lawton Swan. Ready, sit! Just call me Swanee. Two. That's drive time right here on Fox Sports Radio and iHeartRadio. Lawton Swan hanging out with you. 803-978-1832 is the number. 803-978-1832 is the number. We should be uh, joined by Matt Conley from the state newspaper here. Momentarily, hadn't caught up with Matt in a while. Does a uh, super job covering everything Clemson, and <laughs> what a time to cover the Clemson Tiger football team, too, man. I'm telling you, if, if if you are one of the fortunate ones to fall into that regard, you know, I was. I, I don't want to say. I don't know if the term is joking, but I was definitely talking before the show, uh, simply about. 
you know, how fortunate Clemson fans have been in recent years, uh, but maybe even more so Clemson media. Like, yes, it's difficult for the travel budgets when you're going to these big venues and big games and, and, and traveling all across the country. But I think it beats the alternative of being in Ames, Iowa for a two and ten season. You know, things of that things of that nature. So I, I try to keep that in mind when I think about uh, everything when it comes down to where Clemson is. <laughs> because the fact is, man, uh, there are a lot of people. A lot of people in this business who would love to have an opportunity to talk about the things that we get to talk about with you here on the show that shakes the Southland Clemson Sports Talk. Believe me, Clemson's in the midst of an eight-game losing streak. We're about 30 minutes away from taking you out to the ballpark. And yeah, I know, you're frustrated. Yes, I know, it's sad. But we, but, but I, and this is when I say we, I'm talking you talking at the water cooler with you, Tiger Buds, today. Can you believe we just landed the top player in the country? Can you believe we are one of the top programs in America on the recruiting trail, if not the top right now? So the, the fact is, <laughs> don't, what's the old saying? Don't look, the, don't look a gift horse in the mouth. Because right now, if you are a Clemson Tiger, you are in a position that a ton of people would gladly take. And if you're in the media covering the Clemson Tigers, there is a ton, there are a ton of people that would like to be uh, in your spot as well. So just keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. Uh, 803-978-1832. We are vetting uh, Matt right now. We hope to have him on right at the top of the hour, but we're unable to get hooked up with him. I do have a theory uh, as to what's going on. Uh, Matt Conley's probably, I would assume, uh, Matt Connolly's right now making his way to the old ball game. Probably be covering the Clemson Tigers tonight. Uh oh. His phone's dead. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Uh <laughs> okay, so he's gonna um He's gonna give us a call. So we'll get up with Matt here. In uh, just a moment. <laughs> I, was, I was like, man, whatever to Matt. He's pushing me to voicemail. <laughs> Every time we called him. So uh, he does a really good job, too. And, and, you know, he's been on both beats. He's covered the Clemson beat. He's covered the South Carolina beat. He's done it all. Which, if you are a, a fan of either team, you know his work well. And a well-respected journalist here. In the state. Uh, I also could tell you this. We are now streaming live over on ClemsonSportsTalk.com. I 
have hesitated to get that back up and running the past couple of weeks. Just had a lot going on with this show and with SC with the SC Sports Show on the South Carolina Radio Network. And uh, actually, not that you need to know this, but had some computer issues. And uh, I think finally got everything all squared away. So it feels like home. I know Lowell's gone. Lowell's out of here for a little while. He'll be back, I think, tomorrow. Uh, if he doesn't make it back in tomorrow, we will uh, continue on here on the show that shakes the Southland without the intern, producer, extraordinaire, the man, the myth, and the legend, L-O-W-E-L-L. You can follow him on Twitter, though. Give him a follow. Is he still stuck at 538 followers or whatever he said he was stuck at? I think that's um, I think that's worth validating. I think I should at least check on that for him. Because I promised him that we would push him over the edge. And if I, mean, I, I couldn't, because I already followed the man. Did you all push this man over? Yes, indeed you did. Some 16 of you coming in hard and heavy. At 554. Let's take this man to 600 likes or 600 follows over on uh, social media. Lowell, the producer. 803 978 All right, folks, I got a good feeling. Matt Connolly here with us on Clemson Sports Talk. Matt, what's up, bud? Sorry about that. <laughs> hey, it happens. Technology was not cooperating with me. Yeah, you know, I'm ready for the day. I know they got these new phones where you're going to be able to charge your phone on somebody else's phone, <laughs> which it puts me in a bad spot because my sister, I love her, but she's always low on juice. And, and it, there's a irresponsibility to having to, you know, jump somebody's phone, give them a little boost. Right. You know, oh, you don't <laughs> take my cord. Now you're sitting your phone on my phone. I can't even use my phone because of your irresponsibility. I'm ready for the, the phone that charges by the sun, Matt. That's what we, we need. We need something. Yeah, just phones that you never have to charge. That will be, that will be That's ideal. But anyway, it's, yeah, it's been that a was called day. a that was called a home um, phone, Matt. You just need a long cord. <laughs> yeah, we don't we don't really use those anymore. <laughs> no, not at all. Listen, I got to start uh, by I know the Clemson Tiger baseball game's getting set to get underway over at Doug Kingsmore Stadium, uh, Fox Sports Radio fourteen. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Under the Midlands, your home of the Clemson Tigers. So, Tiger fans, we're about 22 minutes away from the pregame show right here for you. But, Matt, this is a team right now riding an eight-game losing streak. They're a team that came out of the gates and I think really impressed people to open the year. Uh, what's going on right now in Tigertown, and how can they get this fixed? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I think part of it is starting pitching that's kind of struggled. Um, when you look at guys – to start off the year so good with Davis Sharp and Matt Clark and Keyshawn Askew that were all new to the rotation, but we're really pitching well early on in the year. Um, and they just haven't been able to sustain it. I think part of that is maybe a little fatigue when you're not used to throwing these so many, throwing this many innings and throwing so many pressure innings. Um, and then part of it too, I haven't been to all of the games, but I've been to several of the games. Um, and 
particularly particularly over the weekend against Duke, you get to see there wasn't a whole lot of energy in the dugout. Um, the guys kind of seemed out of it. Um, and I think it was Brooks Crawford who said, uh, you know, sometimes when things aren't going well, um, you just – when you're not used to losing and, and things not going well, you don't really know how to handle it. And guys will get down very easily and not really getting back up um, quickly. So just a lot of things that are not going well with this team right now. But it's crazy how, how quickly things have kind of unraveled. Monty Lee's got to feel a little bit like he's in a time machine because when he arrived at Clemson, that was the bugaboo of the back end of, of Jack Leggett's tenure. As far as uh, the, the issues that you see. Yeah, yeah, kind of yeah, you see, yeah. I mean, it's weird. It's like the things yeah, that he had put to bed have kind of returned right now for this group. Yeah, and you could see the frustration on his face. Yeah, um, I agree. Just talking with him post-game. I mean, he just... It seems like he's trying to push every button he can and trying to figure out how to get his guys going. And for whatever reason, um, nothing he's trying seems to be working. So, yeah, I mean, I asked him in particular, you know, how do you get this fixed and what's kind of been the biggest reason? And he just said, we've got to fight. We've got to have energy and we've got to fight. I think he said it eight or ten times over the span of about 30 seconds. Just <laughs> he wants to see more fight from his team and more energy from his team. Um, and, like I mentioned, you know, when things aren't going well, really dig deep and find a way to turn it around. Um, you know, you can't talk and, and feel bad for yourselves or it's just going to keep getting worse and worse. And, and some of it definitely is luck. I mean, that's just, you know, I covered the South Carolina baseball team uh, just about every game home and away for a couple of years. And, you know, you could just tell sometimes when things are going bad and, and maybe luck wasn't going your way, it just feels like everything's against you and then you get even more down. Um, you know, Duke, over the weekend, took advantage of every mistake Clemson made. If they gave him an extra out, Duke turned it into a run every time. Um, Clemson hit some balls right on the on the nail, and they lined out to the third baseman or got ro- robbed of a home run or got caught at the wall. Um, and sometimes when things are going bad, it just keeps snowballing and snowballing, and that's just kind of the, the effect that it has. So I think some of it is luck as well, but certainly you know, a lot of it is pitching and then feeling bad for themselves and not really knowing how to get out of it. Follow Matt on Twitter, at Matt at the State. That's at Matt at the State. Matt Connolly here on Clemson Sports. Like, all right, let's shift gears to the Clemson Tiger football team. Yesterday, a big day uh, as they pick up the commitment from the number one prospect in the country, Brian Brzee, and, and this could end up being something that snowballs maybe into several other big-name prospects. But from the perspective of a guy that's been around this program now for several years, I, I and and you know I've been following them my entire life. I, I don't think it's ever been close to as good as it is right now for for Dabo Sweeney or anybody around this Clemson program. Yeah, I mean, for as bad as things are with the baseball team at the moment, they couldn't <laughs> be going much better for football. Uh, two national titles in three years, and now you've got the number one recruiting class in the country. Um, they've been winning, you know, national titles two of the last three with recruiting classes that were good. I mean, they were they were solid classes, but they weren't anywhere as good as this class looks like it's going to be. Those were top ten or so classes. This class really looks like it's going to be number one or number two. Um, and they, they've still got you know, plenty of other prospects on board that they're still working on as well. So I think, you know, they, they, they've got it rolling around. Really doesn't show any time, any sign of slowing down anytime soon. Well, Matt, and as you kind of follow these guys on social media, it's changed the game because recruits who live across the country, like Brazil and in, in, in Maryland and Uyunglele in California, 
can communicate freely on text and Twitter and et cetera. And you see some things that these guys are exchanging from coast to coast and, and you can't help but imagine what could be, you know, could be forthcoming for Clemson. How much of an impact do you think social media has played in sort of changing a, a program like Clemson into an even bigger national brand than some of the biggest brands we've seen recently? Yeah, that, that's definitely part of it. I mean, Clemson's brand right now is as good as anybody in the country. Um, and they were really at the forefront when it comes to doing the social media stuff as far as, uh, you know, the gifts and the uh, videos and the vines back when vines was a thing still and, and really putting on putting out a cool product, um, Dabo Dance and all that kind of stuff. I think that kind of started helping making – Clemson's program and a lot of those videos, post post game locker room celebrations with Dabo and stuff, celebrating. I think recruits really bought into that, which was what Clemson's whole plan was was to make Clemson seem like the cool place um, and that kind of stuff. And clearly, it's been working. And now you mentioned, you know, they've got several other top ten prospects in the country that they're after and that they have a good shot with. So it's definitely the cool place to be right now. Um, they've kind of branded themselves as. Alabama when it comes to winning, but they do it in a more fun way. And, you know, it's hard to argue with the results that they're putting together right now. Yeah. At Matt at the state on Twitter, Matt Connolly here for a few more minutes on Clemson Sports Talk this afternoon. And one of the coaches who's been a big part of that's obviously been Brent Venables. I, I find him incredibly honest, open, and maybe of all the coaches that we get a chance to talk to, Matt. And I know you. Uh, are, are fantastic with the questions that you ask him, but where where does he fit in in your mind's eye of guys that you've you know been around and because when you ask a question to some people you know what you're getting you know you're getting fluff right. and you know it's not going to be the, the realness I, I feel like Brent every time we talk to him you're getting the real McCoy yeah he really takes his time and listens to what you have to ask and what your question is and tries to give you a thoughtful answer each time um you know he he doesn't always love the questions but even if he doesn't love them i feel like he'll take his time and, and give you a good answer and he definitely doesn't love doing all the media things i mean i think he'd much rather be in his office uh pounding away at film or drawing up new blitzes that that he hasn't already used if there are any left out there but when he does meet with the media um you know he does a great job of being open and honest with us and really giving that's an open assessment and, uh, you know, stuff that we can use as far as where players are. I mean, he'll go through every player on the roster on the defensive side of the ball for you and tell you what he thinks of them, what, what uh, you know, what he thinks they need to improve on. I mean, one of the defensive linemen this year, he was he was very blunt and said, yeah, if he doesn't put on some weight, we're not going to use him unless it's a disaster. <laughs> and you just don't really get that from a lot of coaches that are that open and honest and willing to, kind of share exactly where players are and what they need to improve on and, and kind of what they already are doing well. Matt, final question for you. I, I know the, the Dabo Sweeney was over in Atlanta today receiving the MacArthur Award, and he talked about uh, the possibility that Tavian Feaster is, again, considering uh, maybe transferring from this program. Uh, just, I guess, you know, where you would, would rate that right now as something that could really happen uh, from what you've gathered and uh, do you believe that Tavian Feast will be a Clemson Tiger uh, for the 2019-2020 season? Yeah, that's tough. Um, early on, I mean, we spoke with Tavian in, uh, in December at the Cotton Bowl, and that's when I first asked, you know, where, what are you thinking for next year? And he was very open and honest and said, yeah, I'm thinking about 
transferring. I'll have to see where things are, but it's something I'm going to sit down and talk with my family about. Um, and then early on in spring, it, w- it was crazy because he was out there for spring practice. And I think when we saw him and they made him available to the media the first day, we all thought, oh, yeah, he's going to stick around. Um, and I think he was even at the State House with Dabo when Clemson was honored down there. Yeah, and I think, yeah. you know, we all thought he was going to stick around. And then he even came over and said, yeah, I'm just taking it day by day. I'm here right now. We'll see what happens. Um, so, you know, it's interesting. I think it's probably 50-50. Um, I mean, it's it's definitely a possibility. And the fact that Dabo was willing to acknowledge that, which he hasn't done in the past, we've asked numerous times over the past couple of weeks at different events if, if there was a chance that they were going to have transfers and he said he didn't um, see any happening at the moment but I think it's become more and more of a possibility over the past couple of weeks and I think he is probably 50-50 or so right now uh, but you know if he can if he's able to graduate this summer and uh, be eligible immediately then it might would make sense when you look at this is his last year to really prove himself and he's got one of the top running backs in the country ahead of him so you know, I know he has aspirations of playing in the NFL one day, and I'm sure he uh, he would like to be a feature back somewhere in college for his last year before he goes and tries to do that. Matt, man, always appreciate your work and uh, look forward to having you back on Clemson Sports Talk down the road, brother. Yes, sir. I'll get my phone charged for next time. Sorry about <laughs> Follow him uh, at Matt at the state. That's the at symbol and then the word. So at Matt at the state. Uh, 803 978 803 Some uh, 11 minutes away from the Tiger pregame show for Clemson Tiger Baseball right here on Fox Sports Radio. 1400 The Middle is your home for the Clemson Tigers. And, hey, if you're a Tiger fan, are you listening on your Amazon Echo or your Google Home device or you know even streaming these games right here in the Midlands on Fox Sports Radio 1400? If you're not, and you're, you're complicated about how to do it on your computer, just go to ClemsonSportsTalk.com. You can go down to the media tab and hit radio. We'll take you right to it. I mean, simple. Final segment of the day coming up right here on the show that shakes the Southland next. Fair question. Just don't lose sight of the bigger picture. Don't forget history. Lucky for us at Clemson, the answer to the questions, what have you done for me lately, and what have you done always, are the same. We win. Sports Talk here on another gorgeous Wednesday in the Midlands of South Carolina, wherever you are. Hope the weather is well. we got listeners all across the world. I I never will forget, and I've got the map somewhere. I got it in my my Google account somewhere. 
when we would do the show and we would have you tell us where, where you listening. I'm dropping pins in White Bear Lake, Minnesota. I'm dropping pins in England and, you know, people tuning into this show all around the world. That is such an amazing thing. And, you know, maybe during this summer, that's, maybe that's what we'll, yeah, people talk about the summer. Like, oh, what are you going to do in the summer, Swanee? What are you going to talk about? <laughs> Duh. It's the world tour. We we may not be able to take the show <laughs> outside of 316 Greystone Boulevard. But you can take the show in your pocket on your iPhone or Android device. And, and maybe what we'll do is, while you're out vacationing, hmm, now some will say, Swanee, why would I go on vacation and... Uh, why would I go on vacation and then listen to your show while I'm there? Well, feelings, huh? I mean, come on. You know, I'm not a robot. I have feelings too. But yeah, maybe that's what we'll do. When you guys are out traveling around, you tune in. Maybe even, even if you catch a podcast. I think if you if you catch a podcast and you tweet us or text us that you're listening in Egypt, I'm putting the pin in the map. Well, sir, while I may not agree with what you say, I'll defend to the death your right to say it. Oh, we will say it. <laughs> we absolutely will. 803-978-1832-803-978-1832-803-978-1832-803-978-1832-803-978-1832-803-978-1832-803-978-1832-803-978-1832-803-978-1832-803-978-1832-803-978-1832-803-978-1832-803-978-1832-803-978-1832-803-
I mean, this guy was so far out. Uh, hit a big shot to open the game. Hit the game winner. Portland advances past Oklahoma City. And uh, the Russell Westbrook haters, they are out. I'm not a Russell Westbrook guy. I've always thought he was selfish. I think the fact that you you saw uh, James Harden, who's also uh, fairly selfish as well, <laughs> maybe not as much as Westbrook, but selfish nonetheless, leave and Abaka leave and uh, <laughs> what's his name? Now I now I gotta look because I can't even think of his name. Um, Kevin Durant, thank goodness I didn't have to look, but it came to me finally. Kevin Durant left. You know that, that, that selfish players, and I, I really believe that's what Westbrook is. Don't tend to win anything of substance. They just don't. So kids riding in the, in the car with your parents. Listening to the show, The Shakes of Southland, listen for a second. Be a good sport. Don't be selfish. Take that for data. You'll be better for it. All right, we take you out to the old ball game, Tigers. Take it on Tennessee Tech tonight. How's that for alliteration, my friends? Until Thursday, as always. Y'all take care now. And go, Tigers! Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.